With today's Jaldi 5, here are your hosts, Jaggu and Tarana. Hey there, welcome back to Jaldi 5, the space where we curate five stories for you from India and around the world that keep you up to date on stuff that you may have not come across as you grapple with the headlines and your social media feeds. I'm Tarana. And I'm Jaggu. Once you've had a listen to Jaldi 5, keep those stories in mind for the next time you're in a conversation so you can throw them in to keep it interesting. Here are your five for today. Number five. The last piece of big news to come from the British royal family was the birth of Meghan and Harry's child, Archie Harrison Mountbatten Windsor, which sounds even more royal than Lord Falkland. But there were some questions about the choice of Archie as a first name. Turns out there might be some senti logic to it. The name has a special meaning to Prince Harry, and it's believed that he named his son Archie after his former commanding officer, Major Tom Archer Burton, whom no doubt everybody called Archie. Now, Prince Harry has spent some time in the British Army. And typically, someone like him would be kept far away from the war front. But Harry was itching to fight alongside the troops and so managed to convince Major Archie to send him to the front. In what was a pretty secretive operation, his commanding officer secured him a spot alongside British troops fighting in Afghanistan in 2008, keeping it low-key and out of the public eye. The bond between the two men grew strong in the army and Major Archie is someone that the prince looks up to. He is said to have introduced the Major to his wife Megan and the rest of the royal family too. A source also ended up telling media that it's well known in the army's inner circles that naming the baby Archie is a tribute to the Major and that in spite of the huge honour, Major Archie is an incredibly modest chap and really doesn't make a big deal of it. However, there is some side speculation that Archie could have also been named after Megan's pet cat. Her mother had rescued Archie when Megan was much younger and she loved playing with him and was always talking to her friends about her pet. So, army major or pet cat? Either way, Archie has been named after someone who is close to the family and much loved. Having said that, I hope it's the major. Number 4 Could you ever regret visiting one of the most well-known structures in the world? For a bunch of people visiting the Eiffel Tower earlier this week, the answer is probably yes. The tower itself celebrated its 130th anniversary last week. So, completed in 1889 at a height of 1,062 feet, it was designed and built by Gustave Eiffel as part of a universal exposition marking the centenary of the French Revolution. Since then, it's been one of the best-known structures in the world. Nowadays, about 7 million people visit it every year. All this history and geography was probably lost on the people who were stranded on the observation decks of the tower a couple of days ago. And it wasn't mechanical failure or some sort of major emergency that made that happen. It was basically one idiot who decided to climb the Eiffel Tower. As soon as he was spotted trying to pull off his dangerous stunt, officials closed the tower and began evacuating visitors. But the situation went on for seven hours before they managed to finally arrest the guy. In the meantime, the tower was under lockdown and some people were stuck on the tower's observation decks. He has been arrested by the police, but his motive for climbing the tower is as yet unclear. So basically, because of the sheer stupidity of one person, there's a whole bunch of people for whom a highlight of their trip to Paris turned into a complete mess. But what a way to remember the Eiffel Tower. Number 3 As the votes are being counted and electoral fortunes will soon be revealed, we figured it was a good time to look at some other interesting numbers and stats that formed part of the Lok Sabha elections. For instance, the richest candidates to stand for elections. So, Ramesh Kumar Shukla, 
who stood as an independent candidate from Bihar, had the highest net worth of all candidates at a little over 1100 crores. Konda Vishweshwar Reddy of the Congress in Telangana weighed in at 895 crores and Nakul Nath, also of the Congress from Madhya Pradesh, was at 660 crores. Interestingly, Jyotiraditya Sindhya, who came in fourth on the list, has seen the highest increase in net worth of all returning candidates. The value of his assets jumped by a little over 1000% to 374 crores between the 2014 elections and now. The number of candidates who have a net worth of over a crore of rupees has been steadily rising through the elections. The BJP and the Congress had over 80% of their candidates worth over that figure in these elections. Other parties had lower percentages. The total assets of all the candidates standing for these elections exceeded 27000 crores. Unfortunately, not all growing numbers are a good thing. The election commission has been clamping down hard on contraband in these elections and there have been thousands of crores worth of seizures in cash, silver, gold, alcohol and drugs all used for bribing voters. Drugs have topped the seizure list of the EC during these elections much beyond the usual cash and alcohol that is distributed. The assumption is they were used to entice the fast growing number of younger voters. Of the almost 3 and a half thousand crores worth of seizures across the country, 1269 crores of that were just drugs. Over 500 crores of that came only from Gujarat. Delhi came next with drug seizures valued at almost 400 crores and Punjab at over 200 crores. Alcohol, gold, silver and cash were used in UP, Maharashtra, Karnataka and MP. But Tamil Nadu, unsurprisingly, topped in the seizures of gold and silver. That state also topped the list in total seizures of all kinds, followed by Gujarat and then Andhra Pradesh. If just the confiscated contraband is being valued at almost 3 and a half thousand crores, imagine the value of the undetected stuff that was out there during the elections number 2 Hawksmoor in Manchester is a fancy schmancy restaurant that is well known for their excellent food and extensive wine list and as of recently they're also known for their sense of humor so a group of diners ordered a regular bottle of wine but ended up being served one of the finest and most expensive bottles that the restaurant had on their wine list this was an error by the server who poured them the bottle they were billed for the regular bottle that they had ordered and left no doubt feeling that their wine far exceeded their expectations what has earned the restaurant respect is the tweet they put out saying to the customer who accidentally got given a bottle of chateau lapin pomerol 2001 which is 4500 pounds on our menu last night hope you in- enjoyed your evening to the member of staff who accidentally gave it away chin up one of mistakes happen i mean love you anyway the restaurant also put out a picture of the two bottles side by side and tweeted they look pretty similar okay which seemed actually quite true and the reactions on twitter have been uniformly generous some even gave their own examples one response was from a lady who had worked as a waitress and had the price of a broken teacup deducted from her wages so she thought in this case hoxmo was being very very fair to their employee and another spoke about how he was working on a show with U2 the band and was asked to source champagne for them you would think that he would have got the best possible but the only thing available was some cheap kava which is what he served them and they didn't notice everybody seems happy with the outcome especially we're sure that poor chap who poured out that 4 lakh rupee bottle of wine number 1 And finally, let's be clear, dowry is illegal in India. Yet the custom is fairly prevalent. It takes a man of principle to say no to dowry. That being said, there was one example of let's call it dowry only this week that we heartily endorse. 
Suryakant Barik, a 30-year-old school teacher from West Bengal, made it clear to his to-be in-laws that he would not accept any dowry. Priyanka, his wife, had also made it clear to her family that she did not want to be in a marriage that involved giving dowry. So Suryakant was pleasantly surprised when he entered the wedding hall and saw a huge pile of books. Those books were a wedding gift to the couple from his in-laws. Suryakant is an avid reader and Priyanka also loves to read. So basically, a family spent a lakh of rupees buying 1,000 books from places like Kolkata's College Street and the Ramakrishna Mission's publishing house. And the books included the complete works of Rabindranath Tagore, Bankim Chandra Chattopadhyay and Sarat Chandra Chattopadhyay. This, the groom and his bride were more than happy to accept. And we have to say, what a lovely way to begin a life together. Though they probably shouldn't take these books on their honeymoon. Leaving you to figure, what did you do with all those silver bowls you got at your wedding? It's a wrap on Jaldi Fire for today. Keep our chosen topics in mind so that you can be the interesting one in any conversation you engage in. We'd love to hear from you. So please note, Tarana uses at Tarana Raja across social and I use Jaguism on Insta and Twitter. Get in touch, please. You can also email feedback to jukebox at bookmyshow.com and follow Book My Show on Facebook, Insta and Twitter for all the updates on movies, events and theatre gigs. Also do check out our longer order show. It's called The Odd Couple and it's available right here on Book by Show. A new episode will be out on Friday. Until next time, I'm Tarana. And I'm Jaggu. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Jaldi 5 with Jaggu and Tarana. Exclusively on Book My Show. Where all you gotta do is hashtag just press play.